Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend Thomas Cheshire. In this episode, we talk about current trends, the news, COVID, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 in. Thomas, uh, it's good to have you back on the podcast again. How are you doing? Likewise. Likewise. Glad, I'm glad to be here. It's been a while. We've always said that we'd do another one, but we never really got around to it. Um, yeah. So, no, no, it's good to be here, even if it's only for a few minutes. Really good. Yeah, so yeah, of course. Thank you for having me on. So, no, no, yeah, we, we sort of discussed about um, what, what we talk about today. And, you know, the big thing that's on everyone's mind is uh, lockdown and coronavirus. So, um, I mean, the, the, the main title from the BBC today states, COVID-19 English lockdown may last beyond uh, 2nd of December, says Michael Gove. Um, and you know, that that's an absolute killer. Like, I wasn't surprised it was going to happen. Um, I mean, I, I was pretty annoyed that I didn't get to the, go to the car boot with Liam because of tier three lockdown. Um, but now it looks like we're going to be repeating the, the whole lockdown process all over again. It sucks, man, you know. It's uh, jobs down the drain, as we were just saying, weren't we, about the barbers? They're going to be shut for ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good lads at the barbers, now they're going to be out of work. No no mm-hmm. real income. But I think the government is sort of subsidising. Is it 80? Are they doing the 80% or is it two-thirds Three. of people's normal wages, I think it is, in this lockdown? I, um, I saw 80% on uh, Sky News. I mean, I don't know if yeah. that's permitted to change because I know they did 80% and it went down to 60 previously mm. I think it was 60 I mean 100% for a lot of people you know isn't isn't even enough you know mm. and uh, these companies like utility companies that they're, like, they're not really giving much much leeway 
to people who are suffering from you know financial issues at the hands of something like coronavirus if they're out mm. of work i mean you might get a little bit of a payment rate or something like that but it's nothing substantial you don't get a discount on the service that they're offering you um so what what i'm seeing at least is people's people losing their jobs their money's going down but the their household bills are staying the same mm. you know and the government have really got to try and bridge that gap and i hope they do it um, yeah but then after once all of this has been resolved what we're going to see is we're going to start seeing higher tax rates um to, to pay for it all afterwards because obviously the country will be in a lot of debt by then and then yeah. it'll be people like you know just people like me and you getting taxed to the high heavens yeah. to, to, to pay for it yeah yeah I think, no i agree i think it could have been it probably could have been avoided this lockdown though if people actually followed the rules like I, I literally just saw on uh, Lad Bible that it was so yesterday was Saturday, yeah, yeah. So Saturday, um, the police shut down the legal rave, and it was like hundred people or something. I'm not hundred percent sure. There's a lot of people. Where, where was this? Uh, probably London. No surprises there. <laughs> uh, yeah, here it is. Violent crowds slash police van tires as cops swoop on huge right. illegal raves across UK. Like, what, what? Why are you taking out on the police? It's just people are so selfish and they want like a night of fun, and they're willing to, to harm the police to get that. It's just weird. Like, the police, the police are just doing their job at the end of the day. They're just doing yeah. what kind of you know enforcing what the government are putting in place. Yeah, and. 100%. The, you know, it's not their fault at the end of the day, they're just doing their job. And I think, uh, like, I saw I saw images like, you know, like, I'm from Nottingham originally, you're in Nottingham right now, and that loads of people going out. And I saw, like, images of the police, like, really grabbing, like, students and, like, throwing them around <laughs> and stuff. Cause they're, I like, think they, they need to get a bit more heavy-handed with these people. You know, people, they're, they're taking liberties because they feel as though they can get away with it, you know? So mm. I'm just having a look here. It says... Um, Outside of Bristol, crowds turned violent as Avon and Somerset police turned up to seize equipment and disperse the crowds with around 500 people found holding a rave in a warehouse. In a warehouse? Yeah, in a warehouse, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? The thing is, um, people are going to do that because they, you know, nightclubs are closed, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. People yeah. just, you know, want to mix and socialise and party, which, you know, it's... I think those people they're not kind of considering that situation. They just kind of don't care. They're not because they might think that that their their little bit of impact isn't going to impact the bigger picture. So they think, oh, I can do this, get away with it. It's not really going to make much of a difference. But because they're all doing that, they're all going out, socialising, having these raves, having these parties. Where do we see ourselves now? We're in a proper lockdown again yeah. for the second time. You know, we we're only just put into tier three, hmm. the the localized lockdowns. Um, and I mean, if, if people play by the rules, then we could have avoided what, what we're in now, you know, mm. um, there's going to be very, very little human contact except at the end of the, the phone or, um, yeah, and it's all down to these people that just don't want to follow the rules. They just don't care. They think it doesn't apply to them. What? Um, you know, they're, they're sesh heads, sesh heads that haven't got anything better to do, literally. What, what, what do you, what do you think is the solution to that? What, what, what? If well, you can think of a way to at the end of the day it is a group effort the government can only do so much unless they turned england into a police state which they're not 
because that's that's borderline Nazism. Well, that is yeah. Nazism actually. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. it's somewhere like North Korea, just shut everything down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only real way is if people pull together, but people aren't doing that. As you saw last night, five hundred in the warehouse. How many more raves and, and large gatherings are going on that we don't know about? Um, and I know I was listening to BBC Radio Four last night, and people are actually calling the police because of like their neighbours having parties and stuff, um, yeah. which I think is a bit much, really. Uh, if it's just like one or two people, and if they don't have like coronavirus, it, then it's, it's no okay. more than six or something like that. Yeah, it's it's something like that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call the police that one. And the neighbour having a pie—it's a bit weird, isn't it? Did you see the um, when the first lockdown happened in the Philippines? They um, they said that if you're going out and you're not going to the supermarket, or if you go out past the curfew, that you'll get shot. That's what. Really? That's, that's 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 a bit step too far, really. I mean, that's but, crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, these... did, did it work? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, I'm having a look here. So on the BBC website, they've, they've published all the, the, the latest figures. I mean, I don't know how accurate these are, to be honest. Um, and I'll go into why I think it's probably going to be inaccurate in just a sec. But it says here, um, total amount of cases, as we all know, has surpassed a million. So as of like an hour ago, it was uh, 1,011,660. And out of that one million, forty-six thousand and a half people have died, which is which is savage. You know, that's that's too much. But I don't think it's a hundred percent accurate because it's been sort of revealed that on death certificates, if someone tested positive for coronavirus, say a few weeks ago, recovered, had an accident and died, COVID. would appear on a death certificate. And it might go towards stats like these, which I don't think is right. You know, that's bodging the figures. Um, well, I, I I was listening to a podcast, Joe Rogan, and they had the um, is it Philip Jones or Alex Jones, and he's like a big conspiracy theorist guy. Um, oh, yeah, he's to, crazy. Oh, the, yeah. The, oh no, he's he's weird. But, he believes in like frog people. He's strange. yeah. He's some of the stuff is crazy that he believes in, but Joe Rogan was fact checking a lot of the stuff he was he was saying. Okay, and it was okay. it was true. A lot of the stuff he was saying was true, and it was on Google. What's and it being proved. He was talking about like vaccines, and he was talking about Bill Gates um, and Bohemian Grove and like secret societies. But he also right. touched base on um, the fact that the reported COVID cases, if it's a COVID case. Like the government get money from it or something like that because I mean they've got a different system over there. But he was okay. saying like you know like what similar to what you said, people who kind of haven't got COVID they're marking it down as COVID because it goes on the stats and things like this. But mm. I think as well, you know you got to think about like, the care home situation as well. I mean that, that I think that's been the controversy over uh, the hospital cases and the the care home cases yeah. Um, yeah. and all the rest of it. So I mean, and I think as well. They don't, they, they're kind of saying, you know, people have died from it. They're not saying if those people have got underlying health problems. Yeah. Because I think yeah. the majority of the people who are dying from it, getting ill from it, really bad, are having, have got underlying respiratory health problems or other yeah, underlying health problems like obesity. It. So it yeah. just makes people scared because people are dying from it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to die from it if you get it. Yeah, 
if you're if you're fit and healthy. I mean, if if you yeah, if you looked after yourself, you know, reasonably well, you ate well, you exercised, you did whatever prior to this, then you've got a much better chance of of surviving coronavirus. Um, but yeah, a lot of the people, I say the majority, vast majority of people who died from coronavirus did have underlying health conditions that were, you know, quite severe. Um, I, I've yet to come across one case where someone's died and they were completely healthy. Absolutely mm. nothing wrong with them. You know, and but I'd say if you're a pensioner um, and you get coronavirus, you know, you're in that sort of high risk bracket anyway, even if you are fit and healthy. But I think people like people like me and you, if we get coronavirus, we're fit and healthy. There's mm. no wrong with us. Um, like me, me and you'd be fine. But just just won't be yeah. able to smell my favourite uh, chocolate for about a month. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Eat, eating nettles out of the garden, like I can't even taste. Them. <laughs> oh dear. Now, let's, but, um, let's, let's see what else the BBC has to say. Less than one in ten beds taken by COVID patients. Isn't that a good thing? What's less that? We don't, we don't. Yeah, it says less than one in ten beds taken by COVID so patients. If, so for every ten beds, thing. one person is. Yeah, well, that's that's good, isn't it? I suppose so. Um, I mean, the thing that isn't good in that term is when they have to cancel cancel cancer patients off and prioritise COVID yeah. patients. I mean, that happened quite a bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we'll see a massive um, waiting list now for routine surgeries. And I heard on the radio uh, last night that they're now cancelling, like, non-priority surgeries. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for instance, I've got I've got to get my wisdom tooth pulled out. Really? Is that, that, yeah, that being... Well... It's. I've not heard back anything. I was. I was referred. I've not heard back. Um, it needs to be checked. done at Queens, though. Yeah, it, it needs to be done at Queens because they've got to pull it out from underneath the gum, which is sounds painful. I know. So I'd need to be. What what what's it called? when they put you to sleep there? So they put me under the local anaesthetic and pull the tooth out under the gum. But I've not heard anything back, and I've been waiting ages. So you know that's probably not going to be till next year. Now I imagine seeing as today's now the first November. I... I think if it was detrimental pain, then yeah. they 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 will. But obviously, if it's not, if it's if you can't obviously speak or it's that bad, oh. then they, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, they they'd get you in. I mean, I no, had... it's fine. I mean, it only, it only flares up every now and then. And it flares up because it it's too much pressure on the uh, on the gums. Uh, there's not enough room for it to sort of. Did you have an X-ray? So... Did you have an X-ray? I've had an X-ray. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, because right, yeah. wisdom teeth they come down at an angle. Yeah, it's weird, and, isn't it? And they and then they twist yeah. into place. Because I it's had, weird, yeah, I had them come through mine, and when lockdown happened, I had pains in my wisdoms mm. in the first lockdown. Yeah, and I was paranoid because I was like, I'm gonna have to have my wisdom mm. taken out. And then I broke my tooth during lockdown. Like I had like a small crack in my tooth. How? I was eating like a pasty, like a Cornish pasty. <laughs> and, I, and, and there was just this, this, this snap noise and I had a small hole in my tooth and That's I had disgusting. that for like three months so I had to keep cleaning it and all that yeah. and then when everything's got relief, uh, restrictions got eased um, DNA, this, this is another problem as well um, mm. I don't know if this is widespread but in, in Cornwall there's a lack 
of NHS dentists. Okay. And if you want anything done or you want to sign up, there's like a two-year waiting list. For, two for, years. For, for me to get a checkup, they said, oh, yeah, you're probably waiting about a year and a half if you're looking. No. Got. So I had no alternative but to go to a private dentist to get it sorted for about £180. I remember you telling me about that now, actually. I remember you piping up on WhatsApp about how much it costs to get the tooth sorted. Yeah, I remember that now. That's crazy, though. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah, so, I um, yeah, I'm, 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 I was with a private dentist. I'm not now. Uh, well, I think I still have them actually, but they are yeah, good. So just on BBC website, so they've got a little subcategories going on here. So it says here, what are the social distancing rules? So I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of read these off. Um, it's still the two meter and if you can't stay two meter at least one meter buenos uh it's the same in scotland wales it's did you see did you see what wales Ireland. did you see what happened in wales because there's a lot of controversy because they said the government said non-essential items you can't buy so they yeah. put polystyrene over books you couldn't buy books you couldn't buy kids clothing and a guy went in there took it off and he got done for mm. criminal damage. He, he did, didn't he? He did. I saw that lad Bible, yeah. Um, what was it? Who was it? I think it was Nigel Farage, good old Nigel. He said... Um, good old Nigel. <laughs> 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 Nigel for Britain, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think um, it was nice that said that banning the non the sale of non-essential items is just going to put more money in the pockets of, like, Amazon. Um, yeah. The, the high street in England, the shops, they're struggling enough as it is. You know, you walk down the high street, you're going to see shops that once were open, they're now boarded up, especially in the more deprived areas, at least. Um, and this banning of non-essential items essentially means people are going to look online and where's the first thing, if you needed, a, if you wanted to buy a book and you really wanted it, where's the first place you would look if you couldn't go to a high street store? Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Get it, get it tomorrow. Any item. Like people are scared to go out or as part of lockdown, they can't go out and they need something. They're just going to go to um, Amazon, aren't they? And they're going to get much richer, much bigger. And we're going to see, and that's going to have its impact on the economy because hmm. Amazon doesn't pay tax in England because the, they've the got, ground they've got it they're in, located, they've said it's it. a different country. It's, it's in... Um... Switzerland or it's somewhere because when I've Similar. bought things on Amazon it will say um, what's the capital on oh, my geography is terrible um, yeah it, it's somewhere in Europe where there's no tax yeah where, where like, they don't pay tax even though it's physically in England so you can drive there and you can see mm -hmm. it it's a different country man. different country obviously we don't need to pay tax but these smaller businesses they were paying the tax they contribute to the economy Amazon isn't so the economy is going to go down as Amazon gets richer and richer because they're they're not contributing. They're providing jobs, sure, but these jobs, their minimum wage, their long hours, stressful. You know, I've seen the undercover documentary of uh, the Amazon yeah, fulfillment yeah, yeah. centers, which is the warehouses, and the, the conditions there are disgraceful. Um, they get they get time when they go to the bathroom as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's it's everything. And they, what they do is they get this little scanner thing um, where they scan the item and it will tell it tell you if it's the right item. That's that's how they pick it. And it makes like this beeping sound and employees are complaining that they're going home at night hearing the beeping sound. Oh, my God. 
in bed, like through through the night, because that's all they're hearing all day is beep, beep, beep. And they, they take it home with them. Um, and they don't exactly get paid a lot. So yeah, it's it's crap, man. They get they get treated like absolute vermin. Um, so if you're not if you're not important to the people at the top, you're not important at all. Obviously, um I won't go to topic too much, but obviously uh fallout shelter, that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing that all day, go go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine Liam having nightmares of that sound <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah, so, yeah, so yeah it's it's definitely bad and i um i heard a podcast somebody was saying like there's more slavery going on now in the modern times than there were back in the day i mean well you know when 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 uh, modern day slavery yeah modern you, day slavery it's, kind, it's kind of like slavery in some way it is it is man like it is modern day slavery you know they're um you know instead of chains it's just policies and and regulations mm. and stuff um you know people have got less and less rights but mm. yeah but do, do, do you know with the things that we're talking about like you know the the current affairs and the news tends to just publish a lot of negative things um yeah what 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 in a, in a positive light on the flip side how how do you think uh this is just on my mind how do you think people can kind of um, see the positive out of all this? Do you know what I mean? You know, with coronavirus, do you think with the news, yeah, like ways I, ways people can uh, help their mental health? Because I think that's one of the main things that get affected throughout this whole thing. Right. Um, what you mean? So, so do you, do you want to talk about the mental health aspect of lockdown, or do you want to talk about the positive side of of of? Uh, yeah, like like how people can help themselves. Like whether this is like your own opinion and what works um, for you, or your do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a good question, yeah. Yeah, whether um, that's like exercise or reading books or I, do you know what I mean? I would say exercise is the most important thing. I think if, if you're feeling stressed out, if you go for a walk, even if it's just around the block, um, and yeah, that, that's that's definitely a good way. Is Exercising is so key. That, that's why they're letting people out do exercise during lockdown. Um, because you, it keeps you fit and healthy, obviously, uh, and also because it improves your mood. Um, but yeah, obviously, I've, I've read on online that you know mental health is a massive thing for people in lockdown, especially if they live by themselves. You know, it can get quite lonely. The only people they're going to be talking to is down the phone. You know, it's not actual face-to-face -face interaction, which is what people need. They they crave that. You know, and mm. they're they're just not getting that. Um, so yeah, it is, it is a massive problem. Um, and I remember at the first lockdown, there was sort of, not controversy, but there was the sort of opinion that the lockdown itself is killing more people than the actual virus. Um, now, whether that's talking about suicide, I'm not 100% sure, but I know where they're coming from. Uh, I think I can, I can see why people would be, you know, really, really affected by the lockdown um i mean luckily luckily for me i had an easy time during lockdown it was basically just without sounding insensitive it was just one big extended holiday from work for me like i didn't go to work for like it's like four or five months some ridiculous mm -hmm. like that um but you are you're in a fortunate position to you work from home don't you like remote work 
you yeah, doing that, yeah. but you're so, quite fortunate to do that. You don't have to go yeah. into like what you do for work, but you remote work. Yeah, one one hundred percent. I'm I'm fortunate in the sense that throughout the first lockdown, my pay wasn't affected in the slightest, um, and it it won't be now because I'm continuing to work from home now anyway. Um, I mean, I don't mind working from home. It's a bit boring. And I miss the people in the office, but yeah, it yeah. is what it is. You know, we've all got we've all got to do our bit to, to yeah, yeah. Um, you know. And I still managed to get out. I still go do my exercise. I live next to the um, yeah, nature yeah, reserve, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. So that's literally on my doorstep. So it's nice for work. I, I'll just go down and have a walk around, and you know, first thing in the morning is a bit chilly, sure, but there's, like, there's no one around. The the sun's just setting, and you get some great photos. It's uh, I feel really privileged to live next to where mm, mm. Nature Reserve 100%. And it's just started raining now, bro. <laughs> it was well warm this morning. Did you notice? I don't know what yeah. it's like in Cornwall. I walked out and it was like, hmm, T-shirt weather. Yeah, it, uh, it's unpredictable, yeah. the weather, sometimes, especially here. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think, like you said, exercise and being around nice surroundings definitely do help. Um, and, you know, I think as well connecting with the right people you know you mm-hmm. don't want to be around certain kinds of people or looking yeah. at negative well, negative things on yeah yeah and, i mean you, um, you kept pretty busy during lockdown by doing more more and more podcasts you know you really you really ramped it up so you were always communicating with people uh throughout, yeah. throughout lockdown weren't you yeah yeah Which no i i think yeah i mean we're social we're social beings you know to me i won't go too much into it but like you know, I like connecting with you and we always stay in contact. And I think, you know, things like that help. Things like this help. And I yeah. think, you know, you kind of need to, people need to be aware of what they do like and what they don't. Do you know what I mean? Like be self-aware of what pisses you off and the things yeah. that don't and the things that motivate you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't look at the news for 20 minutes if it's going to piss you off for the rest of the day. Look, <laughs> yeah, look exactly, at five. Yeah. That's that, that that's a self um it's a self-destructive behaviour, that is. Looking at something that you know is gonna annoy you, but you look at it anyway. Um <laughs> it's a but, it's a vicious cycle sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, um yeah, yeah. I, that that's that's my advice really for, for lockdown is socialise online as much as you can. Um I think you're you're allowed to meet you're allowed to meet people from a different household, but it can only be that one household. You can't meet them and then go on to another basically you will be able to have some form of human contact during lockdown um so i recommend making the most of that um so so what we can we can still meet people well, from one household is it it says here um is it just family members or friends how can i meet other people safely um social distancing is a key element of meeting others safely the only people you do not need to socially distance from people in your household anyone in your support bubble, uh, your partner in an established relationship. Otherwise, when seeing anybody else, you must follow social distancing rules, avoid physical physical contact like a handshake or hug, not be too close or face-to-face, and not shout or sing too close. That's weird, sing too close. (laughs) In the park. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to say yeah. no, yeah. it's definitely one song I'll definitely sing out um, yeah so I'm just looking up support rules here because that, that, that was a little subsection of what I've just read out um, what is a support bubble 
So a supportable bore is defined as a group of people with whom you have close physical contact. In England, single adults living alone or single parents whose children are under 18 can form a supportable bore with one other household. So you do get the option for some sort of physical interaction. But um, th- just to get this straight, this is in the United Kingdom in England. If ever people are listening yes. or watching this, this is just this England's is, rule. So I it's going to be different. This, yeah, so this, this this is England only. I don't believe this extends beyond England. Um, they have their own rules. Elsewhere. Scotland and Wales. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you can even extend that across the border. So, yeah, I don't know what the rules are outside of the UK. It, in the states, they have their own rules in each state and all the rest of it. So I mean, it's yeah, they've got, they've got a crazy amount of cases in the states. Absolutely yeah, crazy. I, I think Donald Trump has gone on like um, they're they're beating the virus and all of that. But I don't think yeah, I don't think it was right of Trump to to do that. Maybe it was making a political point. I mean, I, I love Trump. Don't get me wrong. You know just, that, but, he's um, talking about <laughs> he's he's yeah he's greatly exaggerated how well the US is coping with the virus. You know, it's really really bad out there. I I saw that Borat too, and yeah. I, I, I won't go I won't go too much into the film, but there's a, there's a scene where he storms where Pence is giving a speech, and this right. is during the beginning of coronavirus, and Pence is like, "There's only one case in these states. We've only got one case," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god! Like it's just exploded oh. over there or everywhere." Yeah. But um, yeah, but definitely. I've I've got friends in the states and connections, and you know it's been difficult for them. I mean. Uh, Say you know, same really for us, but in um in some of the states, like especially LA, there's like mm. a massive homeless uh population which has just increased and yeah, they can't they can't really do anything. They the you know, there's nothing they can no. do. Um no. so so there's there's two flips, two sides of the coin, I think, with every situation, especially this. Um I, I think you know, you have to be grateful for where you are in your current situation uh, because there's always someone else who's a the lot worse than wrong. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think there's a silver lining to it. That, that's the way I see it. I think, you know, focus on the things that you can control instead of the things that you can't, like the news, like coronavirus. You can't control all that. Yeah. That's not going to that's not gonna make your state of mind any better if you're focusing on the things you can't control. Cause, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you've, you've just got to focus on ensuring that you're, yeah, as we spoke about, staying active, just just doing what makes you happy so long as you're, you're allowed to do that within the remit of the current law, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I think we will get through this. Whether it will be over in December, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, I, I think Gove was right in the sense that it will go beyond December. And I know the government government was trying to say that it will be all okay for Christmas. I don't think it will be. This is this coronavirus thing is going to stay for for a long time, um, which is a shame. But we've all got to do our bit to be. Yeah, we've got to pull our finger out. Yeah, it's a bit off topic, but um, you've got you've got like a, a pet. Has it? Do you think it's? Do you think it's helped having a having a, a pet? Um, I mean, because I've I've always grown up around around animals. I've never really looked at it and gone, hmm. Yes, you helped me during lockdown. No, I don't. I don't think because um, I, I I got him like halfway through lockdown because um, I, I wanted one anyway, even prior to lockdown. 
but I never really, I can see why people would have that sort of emotional attachment to their pets, yeah, especially yeah. dogs that, you know, we're, we're more treating like humans than, than dogs. Um, yeah, mine yeah, are like alarm clocks with legs. <laughs> yeah, they basically are, yeah. Mine, mine licks my head when it's, when it's time to uh, get up in the morning. <laughs> pure, um, pure sandpaper tongue. Yeah, it is. It is like <laughs> gives me a little hair wash, and then I have to go and wash my hair. And it hurts. Like I'm surprised I don't get like red patches from like the skin he's taking off of his brittle tongue. It's horrible. Um, but no, I can see why people would definitely have that sort of. They, they, they look mm. at their pet and go, um, "Oh, you really helped me during lockdown." Mm. I mean, I, I I love my pet, but I don't think he saved me during lockdown. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I can see why people would would feel like that 100 yeah. percent, especially people that are living alone yeah, you know? yeah yeah um but i mean they, they've they've got the option now for support boards as, as we've just mentioned so they, they they can mingle with someone it says mm. here if you're single um two single people each living alone could bubble so that means if you're single and you were seeing someone and they live by themselves you two could be together that's what it says here uh, someone in a house share could bubble but their housemates won't be allowed to form their own bubbles with other people. All oh, right, okay. You kind of the, take the, the, they are. I think some of, some of the rules are pretty complex. I think you have to just kind of read them carefully because they can get misinterpreted yeah. or miss. Yeah, I mean, when when we came out of lockdown and and um, Boris has given his sort of speeches and his sort of updates in Parliament as to what we could and couldn't do, you know, I saw the internet blow up with memes about. Uh, you can do this, but you can't do this. It, it's like you can go. go to the park and mingle with six people unless it's a Sunday or something like that. It was just it was weird <laughs> stuff like that that didn't really make much sense, and that, that's why people sort of went. Hmm. But was it? I do. I took a credit to the government. They are trying incredibly hard, and they're really proactive about this. You know, yeah, they're yeah. they're setting out the rules, and it's just a shame people aren't following it. So when it all goes to hell, and we're now in the second lockdown, people are going, "Oh, the government, the government is not their fault." It's, it's the people that aren't obeying the rules and they're, they're not doing their bit to you know, I think, be, be this thing. To, not, not to sound like pessimistic, but I think you're always going to have those kind of people who, yeah, you know, regardless, were like, it's, it's not real. That's another thing. Yeah. People were saying it's not real. You're like, really? Okay, oh, cool. God. They're, just, they're, they're, they're getting a kick out of it, aren't they? Obviously, it's real. Weirdos. Yeah. I know. But um, but no, I think like you said, we just need to be careful. Use your common sense. Um, you know, be grateful for where you are. And you know, there, there are a lot of people out there who've got it worse or off. Um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, that's always you know, something. Usually, like, usually, even if you're if you're if you're sad, feeling low, always, as you said, a hundred percent. Think you know, there's always someone who's who's got it worse. Um, mm. and, and maybe reach out to people who've got it worse, who you mm. know have got it worse. Check mm. in on them, you know. Yeah, maybe you can yeah. do something to help. Maybe you might make their day. That kind of thing. Mm. Um, I mean, during during the first lockdown, I I identified quite a few people who who you know had it quite bad, and I'd I'd reach out to them, see how yeah, it works, yeah. see if there's anything I could do, you know, because uh, yeah, yeah, that's what being a good neighbour is all about. Yeah, it's how it's how the world works. You know, like you you um what you give out, you get back. I like to think that's the way yeah. I kind of uh, look yeah, really percent. And people, people will remember that as well. They'll be like, "Oh, when I felt X, Y, Z, you know, 
you know, that person yeah. was a yeah, exactly. Um, I think it has brought people close together. The the lockdown. Mm. Um, you know, some people will be sick of seeing their families day in day out. Others will maybe it's sort of like mended stuff within families if they're in forced into lockdown. You never know. Um, so yeah, yeah we, we'll, we'll just have to see how it plays out over the next month or two and, and see what happens. But I don't think I'm going to be allowed to see my family for Christmas Christmas Day. I don't think that we'll, we'll be allowed to do that because we live in separate households, obviously. See, um, see how it pans out. I mean, yeah, you just see we'll how it pans see. out. We will just just throw the Christmas presents over the, over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> just lob it. Yeah. <laughs> see you next year. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Shall we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Sweet. But no, it's uh, it's been good chatting again. And um, likewise. No, sweet. we'll do another and one that, soon. We'll we'll do our we'll, yeah. we'll actually get around to doing our review of a movie or, or yeah, documentary. Yeah. That's yeah. that's next on the agenda. So that's we'll that's that. that's another thing I'll mention. We're we're planning on um I'm still doing this podcast, but we're gonna do our own podcast alongside it, where we talk, we watch films or documentaries and then do reviews about it and uh both have our say on it. So stay tuned for that. But uh but no time I've a have a great day and um, I wish you all the best all right, like guys. Cheers, Adam. Thanks very yeah. much, mate. All good. No, you're welcome, mate. See you. Bye. Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I am offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at the positivity podcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you Um, have a great day and um, all the best take care